0: GBC Podcasts. Local Voices on Demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. After a little over 7 months in the role, we catch up with the mayor, Carmen Gomez, and ask her about her time at City Hall so far and what she's got lined up in the coming weeks. But first, this afternoon we'll see the first meeting of the Gibraltar Parliament this year. And here to look ahead to that is our news editor, Christine Vasquez. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Um, What's on the agenda?
1: So, th- there aren't that many questions, as perhaps we, we, sh- we can expect after the Christmas break, after the elections. 96 questions on the agenda, oh. so they'll start... No, it's with, all
0: relative, 96. Uh, that's on ninety-six.
1: Yes, but normally... But sometimes you know, there
0: might be hundreds. A,
1: a lot more, yes. And um, seven bills that can actually be taken, that can be heard at this stage. So that's what's on the agenda. It'll, it'll probably take them uh, definitely the, the rest of the week.
0: OK, so it starts this afternoon at 3 o'clock, live on Radio Gibraltar, uh, Radio Gibraltar Plus uh, and also on uh, Ra- on GBC Television mm-hmm. um, and on the Parliament website. But if um, yeah, we're sort of expecting the usual sort of uh, dynamic between opposition and Parliament, or has some of the heat come out of those exchanges because of the intense general election?
1: Well, let's see what the new year brings in terms of Parliament um we have as we know a different dynamic to Parliament we have uh, the eight nine split so eight in opposition nine in government a new speaker Karen Raballe, um who i I have I have high hopes for Karen because um she was of course the judge I think that's that serves her in good stead in terms of keeping um straight down the middle we we always talk of, of um the worst thing that you can have in a speaker is perhaps bias and sometimes it's not even bias it's just it's easier to hit out at the the weakest, because just because it's human nature, it's easier. The opposition, when they they start asking questions after questions, can get a bit irritating. So after a few hours, you do. You, I, I can imagine a speaker getting irritated and saying, "Stop asking any more questions." Well,
0: b- because they're stretching what is within the rules. No? That's
1: their job. But it, I, I suppose that after being in, in a room for quite a long time. Uh, We've got new members, so four in opposition, five in government, so keen, enthusiastic. Um, The new clerk as well, John Reyes, who anecdotally, the son of uh, a former old clerk, um, the late Dennis Reyes. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what these new dynamics brings, what the new parliament will bring. What do people want? I think people want our parliamentarians to get down to serious work, to stop bickering, to stop the um, the dramatics in, in parliament, that sometimes we see this me, me, me dramatics. I think that people don't want to see that anymore. So, so
0: inevitably to... there'll be a little bit of theatre, no?
1: There's, there's always theatre and I think people are tired of theatre and what they want is get down to work. Um, I, we've had perhaps politics of moral equivalence and I, I don't think that the Parliament can get away with that anymore either. You know, what do you mean?
0: I, like this is what you used to do?
1: Yes, I do it because you used to do it and you do it because you... And I do this... But you're even worse because you do that. I, I think that's, you know, something that Parliament really has to move away from. The we, We've said that the GSLP liberals have kept saying, uh, well, this is what the GSD used to do in government. 13 years on, I think that that doesn't wash at all anymore. So let's see what the year brings. There's been a lot of talk on parliamentary reform, on reviewing procedures. We had the first meeting of the Select Committee on Parliamentary Reform just this week. So interesting times, exciting times, uh, changes perhaps ahead. We know that there's a, um, a Select Committee meeting pending on climate change as well. It should have met last year. It didn't. so. Exciting times, I think, for the Parliament with uh, new dynamics.
0: Yeah, it does feel like there's a there has been a recalibration no, uh, at the last general election, and there is uh, there's new energy um, uh, across both both sides of the house. Um, so we, we've we've asked a few MPs. You know, three months into the job, are they finding their feet? Um, I suppose there is also, to a certain extent, um, uh, a familiarization uh, period uh, where the uh, MPs who are new to the process will, will sort of uh, get fully up to speed and not just sort of um, in knowing what, what they're allowed to do and when, but actually sort of being confident enough in that role to sort of, uh, you know, get the maximum out of them, as it were.
1: It's, it's very difficult because you can read as much as you want to read. You can read the, the press every day, but you have to be you know, it's something that when when you live it day in, day out, and you can see um, old politicians that perhaps weren't rated that highly, and suddenly you you see them, you think the experience it it's is very, very valuable. So yes, the the new ones have a lot of mileage still to get through, but of course, the the young ones and the new ones have the keen enthusiasm, and we've seen it. Um, i just I'm, I'm just thinking of perhaps doing the government side because it's they're the ones that we that we see having to to do most work but you know nigel feetham christian santos they come Gemma in Arias with,
0: Vazquez, yeah. they come in with this
1: energy you know which is i think something which is very very welcome
0: sorry it, i'm going to mention leslie russon because otherwise it seems like i've mentioned all the new ones <laughs> apart from him <laughs>
1: It's just, you know, Nigel, because he's like Tigger, he's well, bouncing. He's got, he's
0: got boundless energy. got <laughs> exactly. We're talk about but energy, it has to be the, Nigel. The only people. thing
1: I must say is that that energy could be linked to frustration because you could get people coming in and realising that la cosa de palacio van de pasio and things take time um, within the system and that, I think, can be frustrating for new um, MPs, new government ministers, Who want to get things done and feel that perhaps they can't get it done as quickly as they would like,
0: and that's inevitable because when you're looking at it as a a sort of a theoretical thing, no, like um, what what should our policy be? Okay, well uh, I think this is fair. I think this would be an improvement. Okay, let's do this. But then how do you do it? And and, and, and you know, how do you bring people along with you? And how do you deliver the change that you know you want to deliver and everybody agrees is, you know, because it's been voted in or whatever, um, needs to happen, but, but between... Uh, what's the expression? What was it, mm-hmm. Stephen Nish used to
1: say, uh, many slip between oh. cup and lip, no, Yes, entre dicho y elecho, no? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. and then you you've got the system and the system takes time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Parliament um live this afternoon and uh, and I suppose the GBC Newsroom will be following it and reporting back um this evening on, on G B C television. That's right. So we'll start with
1: questions today and um and yes, keep Watching GBC Television, we'll bring it to you live and we'll have a report tonight and, of course, on Radio Gibraltar Bulletin. All right.
0: Thank you, Christine Vasquez. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott.
1: Right, we're going to talk to the mayor now.
0: Carmen Gomez has been in her role for just over seven months. And uh, and this is what she had to say uh, at her investiture.
2: I'm hoping to achieve a few things, but more so because Gibraltar is going through such difficult times at present. I want everybody to be happy. I want to spread happiness. And I also get in touch with people and talk to them and see there's things that they might need, which would fill their lives with a little bit more quality.
0: So so that was the, the sort of uh, the mission statement on, on day zero, Ms. Gomez. <laughs> how, um, how How's your, your first seven months as
2: mayor? been? I, I think it's been basically running on those lines. I don't think I was dreaming when I said that or trying to achieve something that wasn't possible. I've been able to get in touch with many members of the community. Let's not forget that I was away from Gibraltar for quite a while, so one loses touch, and that's been a good thing. And I've also got to know about... The magnificent work that charities do in Gibraltar, and how much really they are helping everybody, and uh, and it's been a joy, an absolute joy.
0: So you you receive a lot of people at City Hall, which yes. is which is where you're based.
2: Yes, but I don't go there every day. Let's not forget that I. Uh, I asked about this at the beginning. I've been writing for the newspaper, for a local newspaper for since 2012. Panorama. It's something, yes, something that I take great pride in and uh, I enjoy doing. And I did ask if I was going to be able to continue that. And they said yes. So I don't necessarily go to City Hall every day, but certainly when I have certain, um, certain uh, uh, interviews or auditions or or even meetings, yes I do, I do go to City Hall, it's a beautiful building, I love being there, I've got a lovely office, uh, done out very much in the old style, and uh, I enjoy being there. It gives it gives the job a little bit more grander, if you know what I mean. Well, I was
0: going to say, I mean, it's uh, steeped in history and, yes. and prestige, really, Indeed. Indeed. and and being in the in the city hall and seeing the the different portraits and yes. remembering, yes, the yes, like long being line. in an old
2: house and looking at all your the the all the people that have gone before, absolutely.
0: Claro, it must sort of um, uh, fill you with with that extra bit of energy to think, like, well, one no, of this is an important job.
2: Yes. Well, I knew that from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for sure um and uh if you if you think of the sort of regalia and uh, and some of the uh, sort of uh ceremonial uh, duties that you have as mayor uh, are, does that sort of does that feel different when you put on the robe and 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 you and you wear the
2: um, it, it just fits the part, and let's not forget also that I've been an actress for a great many years. So I used to dress up. This is my most important gown ever, and uh, yes, it does. It. I know when I wear it that I'm doing, I'm playing a role that's a very important role in Gibraltar, one that I'm honoured to have, and uh, and it feels wonderful. And anything that's got to do with the history of Gibraltar, and we're celebrating Armistice Day or Remembrance Day or whatever, feels me with great pride, and uh, and I thoroughly enjoy those occasions.
0: And you've talked there about your your pride in Gibraltar. I think that has come across in the interviews that you've done. But you mentioned your writing yes. uh, for for the Panorama yes. newspaper. Uh, that's a, a a theme, isn't it? Yes, the sort it of... is.
2: Yes, and I hope it's uh, it's not going out of fashion. It's a theme because um, I'm a very proud Gibraltarian. I'm sure most Gibraltarians are very proud Gibraltarians. But as I as it happens when I as a very young woman when I went to London to start my career in acting, I was still writing letters because I was very uh, much aware of what was happening between Spain and us. It's been like a, they, they talk about us as a pebble in the shore or something. And, and for us, it's just been like a cloud. That's been on our heads for since I was a very young thing. And so I started writing my letters very earlier on. So I was always very aware of Gibraltar matters. My father would then send me uh, newspapers all rolled up and, and send them in the post so that I, I could keep up with the news. So, um yes, I've always been very keen on anything to do with Gibraltar and anything I could help. There were demonstrations there arranged and I attended them with my sister Yvonne. So I've, I've always been there for whatever uh, affected Gibraltar.
0: And um, as an extension, I suppose, of that writing, um, you, you talked at the Literature Week about your book, Memories Bound Up With Life. Um, tell us a little bit about it. I think it sort of starts with your, your life in Gibraltar as a young person uh, and then sort of documents your time in London's West End as an actor.
2: I met uh, Fabian at, a, at the cemetery one day and he said, I think you ought to write a book because you've led a very interesting life, and I think people in Gibraltar would, would like that. Fabian Picardo? Yes, sorry. And uh, and I was uh, slightly embarrassed by the fact that I thought, well, why should my life be far more, more important than anybody else? Why write a book about myself? And then I thought, no. I, what I can do is I can write a book about myself but started from the very early days against a social background so that people who read the book who haven't known Gibraltar will know what it was like in those days and those of us who grew up in that era will be able to remember those wonderful days because they were wonderful days most people I've met they said we feel so nostalgic and it gives us so much joy to remember all the things we got up to and how things were so I think it's all in all it's been a very good idea and obviously apart from that people were interested in what I was doing in London in the 70s when it wasn't that normal for Gibraltarians to go over and, and certainly perhaps not very many had the stamina to stay there but I uh, I persevered and, uh, and it was a uh, Very, very interesting part of my life there, yes.
0: Character building and and you must have come up against uh, difficult moments. Very difficult moments, Tested your results. Yes,
2: indeed, but I I never put that in the book. (laughs) 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 There were very unpleasant (laughs) moments too. And then there were things that happened which I took on. You see, uh, there have been scandals and people said, hi, but he wanted me to go to bed with him and all that. I didn't know about this. And yet somehow when I came across certain things, I thought, Oh, well, this is the norm. You either go for it, common or you don't, because, you you know, the, the, but this is what there is. So I just accepted it. I, I didn't necessarily go for it, but I accepted everything that came my way. And I tried to avoid these obstacles and, and still not lose out on, on the contacts that I'd made, which wasn't that easy sometimes.
0: And so then you've got your own sort of very interesting story that, that you document in that book, but, but um, through it, I suppose you also, uh, as you alluded to earlier, uh, tell a little bit the story of Gibraltar through those years. No? That's and, right. and, and And for somebody um, like me, who might pick it up now and wasn't a, around back then. No, of course w- you weren't. You'd give us an yeah. insight. Yes, no?
2: absolutely, of how life was back in the 50s. Hmm. Absolutely, Gibraltar was such a terribly different place. And when I think of all that we've lived through, I think I can't believe that I'm sitting here and with all this technology and digital and what have you. And I grew up in a house where we didn't have bathrooms and there was no running water.
0: It was um, a shared bathroom, no?
2: <laughs> that's right. And shared toilets as well, yes. Yes, they were very different days. Very, very wonderful different days.
0: Not not for that reason, but for No, no, reason, for obviously. the
2: reason that uh, we didn't give so much importance to certain things, which I don't find are that important nowadays but people do give them importance we had much less than we have today but we were happy uh the community spirit is still here i'm, I'm glad to say because it's very visible that but uh yes they were uh but uh, again what happened was when they closed the frontier they did the young people a great favor because i was brought up by a very strict father and the fact that the frontier was closed allowed me to be able to stay out a little bit later, not perhaps in the uh, evening or early hours, but certainly during the day, I could go about because I felt safe and they knew that I was safe because the frontier was closed. So that was quite interesting how that worked in our favour.
0: I suppose, yeah, that every every cloud has a silver lining, yes. not? because... Um, uh, for a lot of people, they remember sort of the um, the pitfalls and and the no, challenges it, it presented. It w- wasn't
2: pleasant, no? and I it mean, was a divided uh, family. Yes, yeah. Well, yes, there was all that tragedy. But within that, yeah. uh, as a young person, as I was viewing it, growing up, uh, it it seemed like a lot of fun that I could we could go about anywhere and we felt safe and uh, and our parents didn't have to worry about us. But yes, of course, there were all these. Uh, and I write about them. I I didn't live live them myself personally because I don't think we'd have we had so, our family was in Madrid mainly the the, uh, the that part of the family was in Madrid. But certainly, I know people had a very. But I do keep bringing it up, and 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 those, those who read my articles may say at some point in time. Carmen brings that up an awful lot, but I think it's something that we should never forget because it was something unforgivable, something that should not be allowed and that is still talked about these days. And when you hear people freely say, "Ah, yes, let's lock them up again. I just find that so horrendous. I can't believe that, mm. uh, that I'm still hearing that these days.
0: We have also been reminded uh, in, in recent weeks about your your uh, role as a broadcaster as well. In, Quite so. In, yeah, in yes. uh, Recordando yes. the uh, Recordándote right. docuseries.
2: Yeah. I was very fortunate. I Very briefly, I had a bursary and I wanted to uh, teach drama. Would it be a teacher and teach drama schools? This was unacceptable apparently when I went before the board and I got very furious because I kept saying how important it was, but I wasn't being listened to. So I left my bursary there on the desk and as I left, I thought, well, that's it. I've closed the door on that one. But then um, a few weeks later, a job came up on television for a uh, present of a children's program. I applied. There was about 50 of us and I ended up with a job. So everything was meant to happen that way. And that's how I started. And it was a wonderful time. And I'm glad that it's been seen. The only shame is obviously because everything was live and people are saying, I'm really looking forward to seeing the children, Or even myself when I was little. I said, I'm sorry, but it won't be. It won't be there. We'll have photographs, but that's it.
0: Claro. yeah, like then, now, yes. So, so, there weren't any recordings of no. it. Why not? but uh but it's still lovely to to hear the conversations and and to hear you and and, and others reflect upon GBC of yes, uh, yes. you know how of, different of time, and how you know, difficult.
2: And yet, I I I, uh, I had to smile when I had people say, we loved doing what we did and if there wasn't very much money, it didn't matter anyway because, I mean, it's so so odd to hear that, isn't it? But okay, it was true. Yeah, yeah, it would be much harder... Dedication. much
0: ...a much more unlikely statement to hear really, today, no? Really. but uh, But uh, I suppose the economy as well has lifted... No, no, it's and, a different world. It's a different world, yes. as you were saying. Um, well, no, let's, let's reflect upon uh, some of the events that you have overseen or, or, or had a, a, a role in as mayor in recent weeks. And um, uh, because of the colour and because it brings everybody together, I wanted to ask you about the cavalcade. The
2: cavalcade is something that always makes me very nervous... As it approaches because I always find it's something that seems to get together very late in in in, in the year, uh, but it but then it works out fine and everybody's happy and so uh, it and it certainly when I saw the people this this particular year I was very aware of all the people there and they seemed to be having a whale of a time and the children were loving it and I was sat beside the governor because we were on a stand apparently this happens yearly, and uh, and all the children were approaching him they obviously have got to meet him at some point in time and they were all and he was having these wonderful conversations as the floats went by. And it just seemed a very happy time. And I thought, we're very fortunate to have this in Gibraltar. I don't think this happens very many other places, certainly not in a small nation like ours. And uh, and so well attended, no? Uh, th- yes, this is it. It's important to people and that's why they attended. And even though they don't have sweets thrown about us, which used to be a lot of fun for the children, but they're still giving sweets. I found myself giving sweets to somebody on a float because I'd been given a lot of them. And these were looking a little bit uh, serious and they didn't have any sweets, so I gave them mine.
0: Well, for children, it's an important yes. part of yes. no, it. No, it is. It is um, excellent. And, and you sort of received the the those involved in making the floats and and bringing us all together. Effectively, you received yes, it, them. It was lovely at to do Mayor's that. Parliament. Yes,
2: absolutely. It's the first time I'd done it, and uh, and I felt very happy to give them their their trophies and uh, and I think they, they the committee do v- a very hard work and they've been uh, doing that work for many years. I know they've had great many difficulties. I would like to to be able to help in some way. I know that spaces are very difficult to come by, but uh, I, I did uh, approach them initially and said if there's anything I can do. Obviously, there's certain things as a mayor I can do and others that I can't. You see.
0: Uh, OK, you, you've um, you've know been involved in a few events, which I thought I'd ask you about, against the backdrop of uh, world affairs. You know, there's a lot of um, rather sad uh, war coverage yes. on, on our television screens. Yeah. You've been involved in the Bethlehem Light of Peace and also in the Silent Reflection for Peace, uh, among other things. I think you also gave a speech on, on um, International World Day of Peace yes. Uh, yes, in I recent weeks as well. Um what are your what are your thoughts your main messages in respect of that?
2: Um I know it's difficult because there are people who feel very strongly about some things that what's going on and obviously you want to take one side or another or you do. I I find it difficult to get involved in that. I I think the best thing to do in that on that occasion is like many other occasions if you can't do anything really personally uh, you have to pray or you have to um get people together and and uh, and and uh, do acts of peace i mean the bethlehem light of peace was absolutely beautiful and it came about with all the difficulties that that, that were happening at the time and i think that's very special and uh, and that moment when we all uh, stood together around the table with, with the chief minister and he asked us and it was wonderful that he asked all these uh, leaders and they all went they were all there uh, available to go and I felt it was a very special moment. As, as I say, I know that there will be people, especially somebody like me who writes for newspapers, who thinks a great deal about these matters, who will be saying, well, this is fair, this is not fair. I, we, we can't get involved in that. I can't get involved in that. I, I just uh, want to make sure that we are all getting together as much as we can in this small place of ours. I know that we're an example to the rest of the world. And uh, all we can do is, uh, that's it, show show sign of togetherness and and uh, fortitude
0: and there is i mean no no sort of uh, community is perfect and it's not that there aren't sort of some tensions, but, but generally speaking, uh, Gibraltar ha- is a multi-faith community and uh, uh, and there is togetherness, genuine, there are, no, genuine no, there, there
2: is, because you see, I've, although, as, yes, there is togetherness, although uh, su- certain religions have their, their own schools or what have you, or their own mosques and what have you. Um, I have met all the religious leaders. I haven't met the evangelical uh, leaders, but I've met the religious leaders. And... Um, and I found that they all had the same concerns. They were all concerned about the youth and uh, and how to gather them around and, and make sure that they're going on the right path. And, uh, and there was this question of which worried me as well, that um, in schools, obviously, when I was little, even when I was uh, growing up, there was always religious instructions. And I know that's gone out the window because that's not... Uh, and I say it's not fashionable anymore. And it's difficult with so many religions. But I always felt there was a need for somebody to be there, to talk to the children. And I spoke to this about uh, with with his lordship, the bishop. And I said, I really would like that because, unfortunately, nowadays we live in, in, in uh, times when it's not going wrong, it's just not going right, because parents are working, the children are there all the time, that they're not there for the children. And it's it's a totally different way of life. And there are times when children need to talk. They need to to air their concerns. They need to ask questions. We had that at home because my mother was there all the time with us and my father would come home from work. And on weekends, we spent the weekend together. So there's nobody going off to do dance classes or this or the other. We were all together. And I, because that's missing, I find that it's most important. And I really was very concerned about this. But I've heard from the bishop that something has, has happened and that there is Uh, certainly from the Catholic Church, there is a priest going, doesn't need to be from the Catholic Church, it's just somebody there to talk to the children about life, things about life and and make them feel that there's more to life than perhaps than what, and that they can talk to people if they have concerns, because uh, there's far too many mental issues about, it, and I think that's part of the reasons.
0: The talking is extremely important, yes. and 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 you're right as well that um, we do lead, generally speaking, very busy lives yes. nowadays, and we have to make carve out time, quality time, to to make sure that um, that there is space for people to Indeed. talk and Indeed. and be heard and be listened to. Um, you have received. A number of international guests in in your seven months as mayor. I'm thinking uh, about the contingent from Tangier and also the mayor
2: of Castellar, uh, who spring to mind. Yes. The mayor of Castellar came with this lady who was part of his team and uh, he started giving me this... uh uh, what what he wanted to say, right? And I, and I was hearing him and I was thinking to myself, I hope to goodness he doesn't think that I'm... I hope he knows I'm just a civic representative of, of the community. And when he finished, I wasn't quite sure, so I did explain that to him because I could see he was very earnestly wanting to have some kind of feedback on what he said. Basically, what I did in feedback way to say... We've always got on well together. We've always been a family. It's just that this happened and the other happened. But we've been a family, and we want to continue being a family. That's the uh, that's what, what what I could do on that occasion. And as far as the gentleman from Tangiers was concerned, I read up about him, and I realised that this gentleman had gone off to the UN and had been talking about uh, you know wanting things for his country and whatever. And I felt I wasn't on the same level, so I did ask. I spoke to somebody whom I appreciate his his uh, advice, and I said, "Look, am, am I right?" for this because uh, as a civic representative I'm not sure whether I should be getting involved but it was a kind of we were going to sign something some document but he said no no that's fine everything's uh is understood and and that's all right so I was but I needed to ask
0: so so you, you you're aware of the role of the mayor and its constitutional boundaries yes. and the fact that there are others with constitutional offices no? yes that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to and be I aware, is And I don't want it?
2: other people to get the wrong impression. Yeah. Of course
0: not. Yeah, yeah.
2: I remember, sorry, I remember the Falkland, uh, the representative from the Falkland Islands, It was very funny. Well, he wasn't funny really, but I was at this dinner and I met all these wonderful premiers and, and, and ministers from around the from the Commonwealth. I thoroughly enjoyable evening. And then as we were ch- chatting, this gentleman approached me, he was for, for a representative of the Falklands, and he came up and said, and I really wanted to talk to him as I'm very keen on what's going on at the Falkland Islands. And he said, What kind of a mayor are you? And so I said, I'm a civic representative. Oh, all right. And off he went. He obviously wasn't interested to talk to you. And I felt very <laughs> he, disappointed. He wanted
0: something from you, no?
2: <laughs> yes, possibly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, what, are the, the, what are the number of uh, the events that you've done that really caught my eye were to to, to take out twice uh, if I'm not mistaken there may have been more occasions but I remember twice no twice uh, you know what I'm going to say yes, I Bella so. Vista users yes, and, yes, and, and, and Mount Olvenia yes. residents yes. no, on a, on a yes. rock
2: tour yes the, there was two reasons for that basically uh, having obviously been very close to my parents Yvonne and I we've looked after them in their elder elderly years and before that um it was very important in their lives for them to look forward to something i think when you're getting older you have to look forward to something if you don't have something to look forward to life can be very difficult because it's not always a lot of fun what's what's going on out there and secondly um it was a very interesting exercise because as we were going on that bus and we were go- going down the old town people were say I look, that's the house that I, that I lived. I look, I used to go here with my name, I look. So they were all remembering this, and this obviously is good, it's good to remember. Definitely. So it was a good exercise on both counts.
0: Bueno, good for you. Um, okay, so we've spoken to you uh, about um, uh, a number of issues. The next one I wanted to ask you about was the Mayor's Awards, which you're, you're currently inviting
2: nominations yes, for. Yes, for the first time, yes. I've been to those before, and I think they very interesting because this gives a chance uh, people to look around and say who do I think deserves special attention I'm going to be presenting three uh, myself and I hope that they, they because not all of them get chosen, this is, uh, we sit around the table and all the mayors have their say so I'm rather looking forward to that yes we'll see what who the recipients this year will be. And are people still in time to submit? I believe so, yes. They're not long to go, but I believe so.
0: Okay, and you're after uh, what sort of uh, a sort of person could be recognised?
2: No, not necessarily. I mean, they come from all walks of life. It's just some people feel that somebody should be rewarded for what they're doing. There are people who do excellent work and not necessarily being recognised for it. They're sort of behind in the Un- shadows. Like an
0: unsung hero. No? Yes,
2: quite so. And And those are very interesting that they come forward. Um, I shall be uh, presenting mine about a gentleman who was actually very, uh, he 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 wasn't Gibraltarian, he was Spanish, but he did something wonderful in his day because he cared. He cared very much and he was very angry about the frontier having been closed. And I think that gentleman went through hell and back and I think he deserves recognition.
0: Good stuff. Well, we we look forward to reporting on the mayor's awards in due course. Um, I wanted to ask you: you're, you're only the fourth woman. There's a there's a long line of former mayors, but you're yes. only the fourth woman to to take the role. Mm. Um, what does that mean to you, or is there significance in that?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, I was asked. I I'd never approached this business of of, of even thought about being a mayor. I was uh, called uh, whilst I was in the street one day. It was all very busy. You know how it is, uh, very noisy in Gibraltar streets. And uh, I said, uh, somebody said, the the chief minister wants to have a word with you. And immediately I thought, oh dear, what have I done? I've done something wrong when he wants to have a word with me. It's very funny. It's all to do with conditioning. And he suggested that, would you like to be the uh, deputy mayor? And I said, without thinking, I said, yes, of course. And then when I put the phone away, I thought, gosh, What have I just said? So I went home and I said, you'll never, I told Yvonne, you'll never guess what happened to me on the way here. And uh, see, it was, as I say, I I had thought of, because you see, the magic word here is community. This is the the important thing for me to be able to do something for the community. I had thought of serving the community as a, a government minister. I had thought of going into politics, and I and I was when the GSLP uh, Liberal they were in in the opposition. I used to take minutes, and and I I worked very hard uh, in that office, and it was it was a challenge for me. But somehow, as time went by, I realized I didn't have the character for it. I, it wasn't it wasn't for me. It
0: takes a particular Sort yes. of person. Yes, it does. Yeah.
2: Yes, and I wasn't that person. So that's. Uh, but at least now I've been given a chance to serve the community in a different way. But yes.
0: And in in just a sentence, because we're pretty much out of time. What's next for you in your role as mayor?
2: Uh continuous of what's been going on. I shall do more tours with with the elderly, and uh, I also uh, hope to bring somebody from abroad next year uh, to the to the um, uh, celebrations of the of Armistice Day or, or, or Remembrance Day. Uh, somebody who's very closely connected to that and it would be wonderful as long as they get the works ready at at, uh, at Parliament House and also I've been invited to Calpe House so that's something to look forward to
0: well, We hope it goes well for you Thank you. Uh, Mayor Carmen Gomez thank you so much for joining us and um, we look forward to speaking to you again soon It's been an
2: absolute pleasure, thank you
0: Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting
1: behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one.
0: GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand.